Happy Friday. It's back from the brink. I'm Todd Brinker. Aaron will be joining us momentarily. It's Friday, the 26th of March, 2021. That's right. Things are opening up here in the county of Southern California or the in the in the area of Southern California that I live in the county of Riverside. They are uh, expanding the access to the vaccines, the COVID vaccines, finally. And now, since they're finally changing that what, what qualifies you to get the vaccine, I'm beginning to believe that they actually have vaccines or more vaccines. They've been saying that for a while, and yet they didn't change the criteria to get them. So it's like, well, sure, you have more of them. Uh-huh, wink, wink. But you're not telling anybody else they can get them. You have to be in certain special categories of employment or age or health in order to get them. And they said that by um, the middle of um, May, everybody over the age of 16 will be able to get them. And by the middle of April, which is two and a half weeks away, three weeks away, that um, that uh, most people, they haven't opened it up, but they'll open it up to quite a few more categories. So, um, so yeah, so it's finally starting to happen where the vaccines are becoming more available. Um, I encourage everybody to go get vaccinated. That is something that... Um, is a good move uh, for most of you in in the long run. Um, you know, I know there are those who, who for political reasons or or just you know distrust of the government, think that it's a you know they don't want to do it, that it's a bad idea. Um, and the long run is is we, you know there's still lots of things we don't know about COVID and how quickly it's going to evolve as a disease and whether there will be other strains of it that will not be protected, but. Um, but this protects you from most of what's circulating right now, and that's important. Here's Aaron. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the extent of my German. <laughs> yeah. You know say beer? Beer? You yeah. Say beer? Yeah, I could say beer. Beer. <laughs> uh, yeah, how do you say more beer? <laughs> Important things. Oh, More beer well. and where's the bathroom? <laughs> ah, so, all right. Um, so, we're going to be starting a new thing here where we're going to do trivia questions. You want to you wanna share about that, Todd? Well, you know, I just suggested it. I just thought it would be an interesting thing to do is as we leave the radio show, those who are listening on the radio might want to to listen to the podcast. And so we're going to incentivize them by offering a question before we leave the show. And then we give the answer over here when we're on the podcast. Um, so those who want to and I enjoy trivia personally, I'm one of those guys who uh, I've never lost a game of Trivial Pursuit. Let's put it that way. I enjoy trivia. I like no. And for whatever reason, just the most arcane weird stuff sticks in my eye, in my, my eye. <laughs> Sticks eye. in my it sticks in my brain. Uh, I, the reason I was doing that is because the question I was going to ask was, how many eyelids do camels have? Oh, I'm going to guess that it's got to be at least two or three. It's three, three per eye, and it's you largely know, they have for to s- deal with blowing sand. sand, right? And so they actually have developed three different eyelids that close. Uh, um, Two that overlay each other vertically, and one that kind of comes across from from an, at an angle. Um, but that's to to flush the sand out of their eyes when they're out, you know, traipsing across the desert because uh, they are desert animals. So, um, 
Yeah, so you know, there's there's just fun stuff. Um, what's the fastest swimming fish? Uh, I have no idea. See, I would have guessed barracuda, but it's not. The sailfish can swim sixty-eight miles an hour, and that's with that Holy big fin on the back. Mo. Yeah. Wow. Now, I wow. this next one, I have a question. There is one species of bear that eats almost entirely uh, is almost entirely a carnivore, and there's one species that's almost entirely an herbivore. Do you know the two species? Well, I'm going to guess that the grizzly is the carnivore. No, oh, no actually, no, grizzlies are bear. omnivores. Polar bear is the um, is the is the uh, is the carnivore. Um, they they basically eat fish and 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 meat, carry on whatever they can catch. Um, and the vegetarian is the giant panda. Except that I think that's a mis miscategorization because the panda is not actually a bear; it's a marsupial, so it's a different, you know. So oh. I think that's a poor question. Interesting. So. Personally, I don't like that yeah, one. I very do know much. that polar bears are the only ones that will hunt humans as food. Yeah. You know, the other bears yeah. don't hunt humans. If they come across one, that's fine. Right. But the polar bears see the human as food. Yeah. And we look at them and see these white, cuddly things and go, eh. Yeah, I think people, not so fear the, no, no. people fear the brown bear or the grizzly bear more, um, I think. But that's probably a. a yeah, exactly. Miscalculation because most often, even even though they're an impressive and they're the largest bear, if they see humans, they'll just try to avoid them. Just you know, I'll stay away from you. You stay away from me. We're all good. Polar bear goes, hmm. There's a walking meal, being yeah. a carnivore, yeah. you know, and so they'll they'll look at you and judge you and say, well, are you a danger to me? If not, I might have something to eat. So yes. yeah, I blame Coca Cola actually. But yeah, you're right. They have. Amorphophized. Polar, polar bears are cuddly. But those Christmas commercials are so cute. They are. I know that there are places like in Norway, if you live um, up in, um, and I'm going to pronounce it wrong, Long Yerbin, um, which is way up north, Svalbard. That's how I'd Svalbard, say it. Um, <laughs> it they, you, have to, you have to carry a firearm. Everybody is required to carry a firearm, and it is illegal to be homeless there. Uh, because there are polar bears yeah. that will eat yeah, you. Yeah, because you're just, you know, food on the hoof, you know, if you don't. Exactly. Yeah, illegal to be homeless. That's right. It's like, you know, if they find you trying to sleep in the street, they're going to pick you up and put you in jail because that's to protect you. Yes. Or they're going to ship you to the mainland of, of Norway where you right. can, you know, live your life more easily. Yeah. Yeah, sleep in the street if you want to, but not here because we don't want to yeah. be responsible for the fact that you got eaten last night. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. What is the only female animal that has antlers? Oh. Um, I have no idea. The caribou or reindeer. Oh. Yeah. Okay, Only yeah. female animal that has antlers. Now, that's different from horns. Horns and antlers are not the same things. So, yeah. The bird that has the largest wingspan. This one I knew. I'm, I'm going to say the condor. The albatross. Oh. Up to over 11 feet. Yeah, albatross cool. is a, a seabird, seafaring bird. 
But yeah, that's some, some wings. 11 feet. Think about that. My office here is 10 feet long one way and, and roughly 8 feet the other way. Uh, and 11 feet. That is a big wingspan. If that comes flying over you, you're going to freak out. Promise you. No kidding. It's like a dinosaur. Yeah, I think I've shared... I've shared, it was probably 15 years ago, uh, I picked my girls up from school, we got home and got out of the car, and maybe 75 yards down the street, a bird landed in the street, and the bird was basically as tall as the Toyota Corolla it was standing next to, and it was a golden eagle, and it was the biggest thing I've ever seen. Um, that said, I have wow. seen a California, you know, some California condors um, at uh, like the Wild Animal Park or at the zoo which were bigger, but to just in the wild, see something that big. And he just landed there and stood and looked at us for a few seconds. And then he turned around and took off flying the other way, Did but it was huge. Camera? No, it was, it was sort of, you know, 15 years ago is before really having good cameras and phones and stuff. And so I did, you know, and, and that was on my mind. I was like, find a camera, find a camera, but I didn't have one handy at that time. Um, uh, I have since, you know, being the photographer sort that I am, I keep a, you know, small camera in my car. So I always have a camera with a, with a little bit of a zoom lens on it because the phone, you know, the zoom even with the newer phones and the zoom lenses, they really you really don't zoom particularly well. Um, so I keep a camera handy. Um, but uh, yeah, that was something. Wow. And 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 my daughters remember it too. To this day, they go like, "Remember that bird? <laughs> that was the biggest bird ever. It was it was freaky big, and it kind of glided down, kind of not directly over us, but right past us. You know, kind of." As we pulled into the driveway, it was over the street as it glided down and then landed a little ways down the road and just stood there I, for a minute. I you know, love which, raptors. I think they're mesmerizing. Yeah. I, I just think they're, you know, the, the, the power of, a, of an eagle or even a little falcon are, a, you know, they're just uh -huh. incredible. I just love I them. I think they're pretty cool, too. Um, my uh, team practices out in a pool in a Boy Scout camp over in Orange County that's sort of in a canyon, or it used to. It doesn't anymore. It doesn't do anything anymore. Um, but um, uh, over that canyon, and apparently I, I, I was taking pictures of these birds that were like uh, uh, some kind of a raptor that would like point into the wind and just kind of hover there. And then suddenly they would tuck their wings and then dive down. And it turned out to be a white-tailed kite. And apparently there was a nesting pair in that canyon uh, and they are, are uh, just coming off the endangered list, but that, that, that there, were, there were people who were actually going out into the canyon to look for the, those birds, and they would hover over this hillside uh, in the afternoons, and so I got some good pictures of them. Ah, uh, they just they would in just, the wind. Well, yeah, and, and then they would see something moving, a little uh, rodent or a lizard or something, and they would dive down and get it, you know? And it was like, it was, it was really interesting to watch, and apparently only, um, only hummingbirds and that particular variety of... Uh, a bird hover like that. Um, I did a little research when I, you know, first figured out what they were. In fact, I, I took the picture and shared it with some people on my team, and the parents then found somebody who was like a birder who was able to identify what it was and say, this is what that is, and that's pretty rare, you know? And so it's kind of cool that they're, you know, he said, I knew there was supposed to be a nesting pair out in that canyon. And I was like, cool. Right uh, on. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I think birding would be really interesting. Um, I'm more interested in the raptors than I am, you know, just the your standard, mm -hmm. you know, bird. Um, Very majestic. They are. They just they yeah. just are. You know, I want to go to Alaska for lots of different reasons. Uh, one of which is to see uh, bald eagles because there's a lot of them up there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I like I like the raptors. Although it it occurred to me after that um, 
that sighting there in front of our house that time is like this giant bird lands. I mean, was he just decided to land there and take a rest? Or did he come landing down and then because there was like somebody's cat or something out there that he wanted to eat because or small dog that we just didn't see the other animal, you know, because well, he, he was looking to feed. They, I mean, they that's all well, that was do, my right? thought is like there was probably something else out there that we just didn't notice what it was on the ground that he was looking at. And then we he saw us and decided maybe he should keep an eye on us because he wasn't sure that, you know, we were going to harm him or something. Um, whatever it was, I never saw what it was he was diving down to get. Like I said, he just landed in the street and kind of looked around and then took off again. But um, uh, had it been like a neighbor's cat or a small dog, I would have felt awful because that bird definitely could have picked up, you know, a chihuahua or, or a good-sized cat without any trouble at all and flown off. Or a, or I mean, a wiener dog. Yeah, that, that's my thought. It's my wiener dog. Now, the fat one, I don't think he could have gotten. He could have hurt him a lot, but I don't know if he could have lifted him. But uh, but the little one, yeah, absolutely could have poor been taken Gus. away. Yeah, poor little Gus could be could have been gone. Of course, we didn't have Gus then. Gus wasn't even born then. But uh, in fact, none of them were. They were all that was before we had any wiener dogs. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a big bird. <laughs> that's a big bird. You know. No, at the time we had the Sheltie Rascal, and Rascal was big enough that I don't think he would have taken him because I didn't worry about like, oh, we better get the dog in the house because that thing's out prowling around. Um, that said, he probably could have lifted Rascal, even though he was bigger. It was mostly hair. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, and and you know those, uh, the the their their talons are as big as our hands. Yeah. You know, and they're they're yeah. with sharp sharp, and... sharp talons. So yeah, they yes. they break through the flesh and grab you know grab onto the bone and lift the whatever it is they're taking up, um, and then very often take it up into the air and then drop it to kill it. Yes. You know, which. In fact, there's uh, there's some uh, what was it? It was a uh, like Nat Geo channel or something about about uh, uh, eagles or large hawks. I can't remember which it was picking up turtles and dropping them to crack the shells so that they could then eat them. You know, and that's essentially tool use. Which you know they they would drop them onto rocks specifically. You know, not out in the dirt, but on the rock because they knew if you drop them on the rock, the shell will crack open. You can get to the get to the inside. They are smart. They are yeah. so smart. And, and crows are smart. They learn. Oh. They have, you know. Crows are scary have, smart. They are scary smart. Yeah. Yeah. And a little creepy sometimes because they're so smart. <laughs> you get the feeling like they're watching you to see what you're going to do. You know. <laughs> um, there's, a, again, at that pool out in that canyon, there's a large flock of really large blackbirds. I'm pretty sure they're crows. I don't think they're ravens. Um, I, I haven't looked at their tail to see the difference, but you know, one has a fan tail and one has a flat tail, um, is basically the quick, easy way to tell them apart. And, and, um, but, the more likely is that they're crows just cause they're more, right. more crows out here. More than, populous. Than right. Yeah, yeah. More populous. But these birds stand, you know, a foot to, to, you know, 14, 16 inches high. I mean, they're big birds. Um, you know, they're not going to fly off with a chihuahua, but still pretty big birds. And, you know, they work cooperatively sometimes too. They're, smart birds which is like even scarier than yeah exactly <laughs> they really are they are they think about what they want to do and then they go do it um yeah velociraptors <laughs> very possibly <laughs> mm -hmm. so you yeah never know. i like trivia too i'm not i'm not like you know we would tease our son 
um, and call him Brinkerpedia, and you're that way as well. Um, I'm not. I'm not that good. Um, I do. Yeah. I do. I do okay. I can hold my own, but I'm not. I'm not like you all. Yeah. Like, and I don't know what it is. It just it just sticks in my mind. It's like you know, it's not like I go and study this stuff, but it's just I hear some weird thing and I remember it very often. And so then then you know, for whatever reason, I mean, I can't remember you know how to say my name sometimes on on the radio show, and yet <laughs> some weird piece of of information that's useless to to me in the world pops into my head, and I go, oh yeah, I remember when you know, <laughs> like huh, yeah. Yeah, because it's not like I have perfect recall in lots of areas. You know, it's just for whatever reason that tends to stick, and it's not always perfect. You know, but uh, but I think yeah, there's some people who maybe it's just because I find it interesting. You know, and so it gets filed differently in my my storage banks in my brain. So USC know. has settled with uh, women who were abused at its clinic. Um, you know, George Tyndall was the uh, gynecologist at USC who was sexually mm-hmm. abusing women. Uh, the relief, I mean, the, the uh, settlement, rather, is a um, billion dollars. Yeah, well, at least it's cheap. A <laughs> yeah. billion dollars. Um, they, they, well, but they, you know what? It, not, nobody's going to get a billion dollars. That's going to be distributed to the women who were abused by this monster and good. Um, you know, I feel a little bad for USC. I mean, I don't know the the, the specifics. So were, did they know about it and basically enable him? Or was it, hey, we hired a guy who we thought was, you know, he was the Olympic guy. And so he's the best of the best. So we hired this guy thinking he was the best. And then we found out he was, you know, an absolute turd of a human being. Um, you know, either way, I guess they're still liable. But, you know, if he hadn't had any convictions or anything, they could have done a background check and still not turned up anything. So, so- what they said, what they, you know. the university knew about the abuse for years, but didn't act, um, according to the attorney they, for the 710 women. Then they should get, you know, pay every dime, pay every dime yeah. of it. You know what? And 710 women. women. How on God's green earth does that happen? I, I, I don't know. How does it go I, that far? I mean, you, you think about it, like it's, it's, it's horrifying that one woman gets abused by a doctor. It's a doctor who they go to when they you know they're trying to 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 help you know they've been injured or that you know largely it was it was uh you know he was gymnastics doctor right but he did other stuff no, as no, well this is a different so it was sports injuries oh sports inju- injuries injuries is, is what it was no 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 this is a he was a he was um that was the uh usa gymnastics that was different that was a different oh scandal. that's i i'm sorry i thought that was this guy you're saying this guy was was just like at their at the worked at their health center or something yes goodness gracious Yes. How as an administrator, if you get wind of something like that, do you not put the guy on on, you know, permanent leave and investigate immediately? I mean, that's like they seems like the obvious about step. USC's brand. Right. Well, you know what? You put the guy on permanent leave and you investigate immediately because how's USC's brand looking right now? Right. Yeah. You know, not they're so making great. the I mean, the administration now looks like a bunch of of molesters because that's essentially what they were. It's um, it, it, you know, you, you couple this with this, with with this scandal, and then the um, the cheating scandal, you know, with uh, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, these rich people all went yeah. to jail. Coaches and, will put you on their team for money. Yes, wink, exactly. Wink. And then the scandal with um, the cheating scandal that that uh, when Pete Carroll was the football coach, I you know, mm-hmm. now I just think USC is, you know, they're they're their esteem under, has fallen greatly. They have none. In my yeah. opinion, yeah. like how do I say this? I think that they're 
Uh, yeah. You know, they're they're scumbags who will lie, cheat, and steal to 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 quote unquote win, and that just that's basically it. Yeah, yeah. They their leadership. Um, now I know they've had some changes there, and they've changed, but but they should. I mean, they, everybody from the president of the university all the way down should have lost their jobs and start over because the people who were there have no moral character whatsoever, and and they deserve to be fined, and they and 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 uh, you know, and 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 I I would hope. You know, I mean, I, I I hate to see a you know college get shut down or something, but you know, I would hope that that their insurance company would come back and say, hey, we didn't cover this because you guys were, uh, you know, you you actively took participation in this because you knew about it and didn't shut it down. Whereas, you know, if it had been a shock, then we would have, you know, if if there, but there's, you know, if they can tie it back to administrators who knew about it and decided to do nothing, um, then you know what, yeah, um. Uh, if they have to pay that money and they have to, uh, you know, shut down the school or shut down parts of the school, I wouldn't be opposed because that's horrible. That's horrible. And I feel bad for those who still are fans of USC. Um, and, you know, but you know what? You can't have institutions doing that to people. You just can't. And they shouldn't exist if that's what they're going to do. I agree a thousand percent. A thousand yeah, percent, you know. you know, and I, and I, you know, you're a father of daughters only. And, That's it. I'm know. putting on my dad hat, you know, yes. and I'm going, you know, if, you, as, if anybody as, did that to my, my kid, I'd kill him. Yeah. As a girl dad, I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, it would be all I could, I would be sitting here thinking of ways that I could find where these people live and then secretly inflict pain, you know, yeah. <laughs> or maybe not even so secretly come knock on the door and inflict pain. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's, it, it's just unconscionable unconscionable you know and in a position of trust as a physician at the school medical center is just yeah i i just i'm beside myself i don't know how to how do you how do you begin to even justify those kind of actions yep i I just you know you you know like what on earth were in these people's minds yep um you know pretty disgusting it is it's absolutely disgusting so wow all right, you pick another. You pick a story. Oh, I'm all worked Not up. Gonna... I don't know if I can. I'm all worked up. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was a uh, an article um, uh, that I think you had put in the uh, in our docket that we hadn't talked about. It was uh, uh, what was it? Yellow journal- journalism turns blue. Yeah. So it is an that? it's an op ed piece from the Wall Street Journal um, that's basically talking about. Um, hang on, let me find it. Um, it's basically talking about uh, how we had, we've had yellow journalism for the last several years, which is undeniable. But now mm-hmm. that the journalism is all, you know, pro-Democratic Party and Democrat Party. And so, um, uh, which is also undeniable. I mean, you know, the, the vast majority of what we call mainstream or, mainstream or legacy media is, is bright blue. Yeah. Politically. Yeah. For those who don't remember your history, yellow journalism was uh, a, a term coined to basically talk about news that was created as opposed to reported. And um, I think there was a famous quote like, you know, you, you build the army and we'll bring you your war. One of the news guys had said that. And so they'll just create it because they knew they wielded that kind of power. And, you know, the news agencies, it, it, you know, I mean, I worked in newspapers for a lot of years and they tell themselves that, hey, we're the fourth estate and we keep the, the, the political people in line and, you know, we're, we're, we make righteous decisions and try to do the right thing for, for our community. But they also know 
in the back of their minds and sometimes in the forefront of their minds how much power they wield and that they cause some of the issues because of the way they um, uh, report things and their choice in words. And these days, that seems to be, at least the mainstream uh, uh, news media seems to be very much slanting with one political direction. And that, uh, you know, it's ironic because there were a lot of liberals who were were really upset about the fact that the... uh, Republican presidents have had more opportunities to put people on the Supreme Court and that the Supreme Court is now thought to be more conservative leaning. Right. And I say thought to be because once you're there, you're there for life and you can vote any way you want. But um, but there wasn't nearly as much talk in the news and concern about the fact that the Democrats have done the same thing with the news media. They have they have over a long period of time managed to get more and more people who who uh, lean to the left in positions of power in news agencies. And that actually, I think, wields more power than the Supreme Court in some ways because it colors the opinion of the populace. And so, yeah. um, you know, even though that's not an elected part of our government, it's a an effective part of our government. They've always called themselves the fourth estate, meaning, you know, there's the legislative, the executive, and the judicial branches, and then the fourth estate. The fourth one was the unspoken one, which was the free news media, the free and open news media um so yeah so this is this is is an op-ed piece um by kimberly kimberly strassel uh in the wall street journal um and she says she starts out with yellow journalism means means a sensationalized press perhaps it is time to introduce blue journalism the new media practice of abandoning standards to work seamlessly with the progressive left left against any opposition so there was a case study um, uh, a case study is the attempted political assassination of Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson. The press has never liked most Republicans, yet for most of Mr. Johnson's de- decade in the Senate, it generally described him as what he is, an outsider businessman and fiscal conservative with a focus on deficits and spending. Wisconsin senior senator is, an, is a numbers guy, a believer in the power of facts and figures, wrote the Milwaukee Magazine in his first term. In recent years, serving on the Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, he's developed a reputation for oversight. So it sounds like a straight shooter. Um, Compare that with a recent onslaught. Um, Quote, assaulting the truth, Ron Johnson helps erode confidence in government, read a New York Times news headline, not an op-ed headline, a news headline, um, over a story that called him the Republican Party's foremost amplifier of conspiracy theories and disinformation. Another one, Ron Johnson's crazy train is somehow getting even weirder. That was from Vanity Fair. Ron Johnson is a racist. That was from the Washington Post. Yeah, all these Ron- places are from New York and Washington, and yet he represents Wisconsin. Yes. The, Ron Johnson is, quote, inciting fear. Um, that is from the Post's Michael Gerson. And um, uh, the, papers, quote, the papers, quote, fact checkers assailed his misleading data in unscientific take. So... You know, she says, Mm -hmm. what is this all about from the Times story? It amounts to this. Mr. Johnson has refused to brand everyone present in Washington on January 6th as an insurrectionist. He continued to note that that last year's Black Lives Matter protests led to rioting, looting and arson and death. He held hearings on treatments for COVID in 2020 election integrity. And he's declined for now a COVID vaccine, given that he had the disease last year and decided to let others go before him. Sounds pretty reasonable. Like he is. 
he, he it sounds to me like the man is doing his job just because you are not jumping on into the group thing does not mean that you're a crazy person right you know? i mean nothing nothing there that it, of course you know nothing he said as it was presented there seemed in the least bit crazy i mean it all seemed absolutely accurate i mean you know the i mean you can question whether or not his his you know choice to not use the word insurrectionist i mean i think that's probably factually correct that you can't say that everybody who was there was an insurrectionist um okay doesn't mean there weren't insurrectionists there he never said that what he said was is not everybody there was an insurrectionist exactly yeah that sounds you know? like something you'd say todd now really, yeah. you, you know you're you're very you want to be very deliberate and intentional about the about the language that you choose to use yeah yeah, and, and uh, I think that, you know, why, why are they beating up on him for that? Because he hasn't gotten on board the crazy train. Yes. Of course, of course, you know, that that's very inflammatory language as well, saying the crazy train. But, you know, he hasn't he hasn't he kowtowed hasn't to the, the liberal bandwagon. agenda. Yeah, he yes. hasn't he hasn't he hasn't he hasn't uh, stepped away from his personal integrity in order to to uh, bend to the will of the uh, the agenda of which he disagrees with which he right. disagrees yes. and 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 so you know if he chooses to not be silent and and to continue to point out the calm and rational approach then he will be attacked and that's what's happened that is what's happened 100 yeah. percent. that's what's happened yeah so yeah and- like i mean it's 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 certainly a a, a trigger any time any conservative says you know, brings up the fact that that the Black Lives Matter protests were also riots and looting and arson and death. That seems to be a trigger for a lot of liberals going, well, but at least they weren't trying to overthrow the government. And I'm going, well, either way, there was riots and looting and yeah, arson and is, death. You is know, that is that standard? I mean, come on. That, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, by that measure, then you would say people trying to overthrow the government, there was rioting. There was looting. There was death. I don't think there was any arson. So maybe there were, you know, I mean, it's like we're, we're, we're nitpicking here, people. There, yes. there were people behaving badly on both sides of the political spectrum here. And for the rest of us who are just trying to live our lives in a peaceful and happy manner, that was unacceptable. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That behavior, regardless of your, your, your um, agenda, is unacceptable. Yeah. But heaven forbid somebody actually try to chart a middle path and say, hey, we don't care what your feelings were about anything. We care and we don't care about your agenda. Your behavior was bad. Yes. Um, you know, because I think if we do that, then everybody kind of comes into agreement, which heaven forbid people come into agreement. There's a bunch of people out there who don't want to agree with the other side. They want to fight because that's what they like doing and that's what they're good at. Um you know, whether it be, and I don't mean physically fighting, but, you know, the, the verbal fighting and sparring in the news. And it's like, wait a minute. If anybody yes. came into my neighborhood and started trashing houses and burning things down, I don't care what their agenda is. They're trashing houses and burning things down. Right. It's you not know? okay behavior. Yeah. Stop that. Then we can talk about what your issues are. But don't do that. You know? And yes, there were peaceful demonstrators. There were people who were peacefully walking in the street in Washington, too. You know, there was not everybody was crashing the 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 uh, the, uh, the capital building. Uh, building. Thank you. I, I kept wanting to say Constitution House, and that's like that's the stupidest thing to ever say. It wasn't the word I wanted. Yeah, the Capitol building. You know, not everybody who was in Washington was crashing the Capitol building. 
You know, I would I would venture to say there were probably people who happened to be, you know, in Washington and just said, hey, let's sightsee a little bit that day. There were some, you know, they probably weren't the ones on the news. The ones on the news were the ones behaving badly, you know, just like the ones in, uh, you know, the the um, uh, ones who were out marching for Black Lives Matter. You know, the news doesn't cover the people who are quietly walking in the street, you know, singing or 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 chanting or carrying the signs. What they kept cutting to was the bozos chucking rocks into building and stealing tennis shoes. That's what the news covered. Right. You know, and it's like that's not what was going on that day. That's not what the people who planned this and wanted it to happen wanted to happen. What they wanted to do was go out and march. But people take advantage of that, you know, and of course problem is is how the news chooses to cover it surprise so right. you know yeah so forgive me i'm i know you can probably hear a little water running my cat thinks he's going to starve to death in front of god and everybody right now so i'm washing i know bowl. well and you're so cruel to that poor cat you know i mean you never feed him or anything i mean it's just it's terrible it's terrible i mean when i come over there he's clearly attention starved because he comes to say <laughs> hi to me every time i sit down he's like right there so you know, I imagine. You. <laughs> I imagine he has no attention whatsoever. Not at all. No. Not at all. I love so. your kitty. I love your kitty. And since we don't have kitties anymore, I get my little kitty fix when I come to visit because I like your kitty cat. <laughs> so, and he kind of oh. likes me, so that's good. Because you know, if a cat doesn't like you, they let you know pretty quickly. Yes, they do. <laughs> they they, yes, they, they let do. you know. Yep, you're not my person, <laughs> and I don't want you to be anywhere near me. Smack. Sometimes claws out. Sometimes they'll give you a warning pat with no claws. Sometimes they just go, ching, and the claws come out, and then they just take a quick little swipe, and then they look at you and go, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know who works for whom. I know who's, you know, I'm the, I'm the, uh, the underling mm-hmm. in this relationship. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you all live in Pharaoh's house, let's put it that way. <laughs> we all work for him. He doesn't clean up my poop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You want to know who's in charge? There's your there's your first clue. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm actually funny. gonna go look at kittens this weekend. Oh. So Ooh, if we get does Tobin know about this? He's out. He, 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 he's out of town. No, he I was gonna say, yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> so um, he doesn't yeah. listen to the podcast, does he? Hmm. <laughs> come home it'll be two little little bright, bright faces now they won't be ready yeah. for pickup until yeah. uh, the following weekend but i'm gonna go yeah. i'm gonna go see him well um, and the irony is too is even if they were you know he would just like melt because he's a he's a he's a animal lover and would just you know he yeah <laughs> it wouldn't be a hard sell let's put it that way our family was we we grew up as animal lovers and I know my brother. He would he would go, no, no, no. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> it's so fuzzy. It's so fluffy. <laughs> so if we get kittens, we won't get one. We'll get two so they can play with each other mm-hmm. without driving our, our senior cat crazy. <laughs> yeah, I and, imagine yeah. Farrah will be a little in a snit for a while when you bring these new monsters into his house. And there'll be some hissing and spitting for a while. But uh, Yeah, he'll get over himself. It's yeah, exactly, and it's funny how older animals kind of just instinctively know that it's like okay, that's a kid, that's a baby, and and you know if they don't interact at least they just kind of give them a wide berth and go okay, it is what it is, you know. 
Yes. And the nice thing too is is that for a period of time, older animals can get up and away from, or especially if you if you you know set it up that way. There's places he can get up and get away from them so that they won't be in his face all the time because they're going to want to, you know, they'll quickly go, adult cat, go love, go play, you know, yes, and, exactly, and and follow it around. And the older cat's like, get away from me, kid, you bother me. <laughs> yeah. And and dogs are the same way. It's like when there's a new puppy introduced into a home, the older animals tend to go like, "Oh, I just want to take a nap. Leave me alone." You know, it's like, "Let's play, let's play, let's play, let's play, let's play, sleep." So, <laughs> sleep, 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 sleep. Poop. Let's play, let's play, let's play, let's play. <laughs> so I need to uh, uh, bid farewell a little early today. I've got yeah. a in, in just a few minutes, and and. Uh, that I need to finish, uh, that I need to get ready for in the next uh, two and a half minutes. And so well, you have a happy meeting and we'll all have a happy Friday. Uh, everybody have a great weekend and we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. I'm Todd Brinker. I'm Aaron Brinker. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you on Monday. Mm-hmm.